0: The following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys football club. How about
0: you, Cowboys? Yes!
2: Go Cowboys!
3: This, this is, is
4: Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. What is up everyone? Welcome to Cowboys Storyline. I am Nick Eatman. It is Wednesday, January the 3rd. We're just rolling right along here in 2024. Getting the Cowboys ready for their regular season finale against the Washington Commanders. And that'll be Sunday at 425 Eastern Time, 330 Central. Should be a good one. Cowboys in, uh, taking on Washington. The Giants and Eagles playing at the exact same time. The NFL does that on purpose. Make sure that everyone plays their their guys. So the Cowboys, uh, obviously, if they win, they will be the NFC East champions regardless of what happens. Uh, with the Giants game. If the Giants do beat Philadelphia, then the Cowboys will also win. Uh, And then both teams tie. If that happens, then both the Cowboys would win that as well, based off of tiebreakers. The only scenario the Cowboys do not win the NFC East is if they lose to Washington and the Eagles beat the Giants. So don't even worry about that. Cowboys got to take care of business against Washington. They lost seven in a row. Uh, Obviously, they're going to try to to bring it here for this last game. Uh, It is a little interesting, though, scenario with The Commanders have the number two overall pick. I think if they win, based off some other things, they could be the fourth pick. So if they lose, they will be the number two pick. So there's probably some people in the organization that want that. Of course, the head coach, he's probably not going to be around. So he he, he didn't really care about that. So interesting. All right. So the Cowboys are going to be going up that way. Uh, and I think our first two callers are from that way uh, in Virginia. We're going to get to that. 888-855-2297 is the number to call. Let's start us off with Irene in Virginia.
5: Hey, Nick. Good morning.
4: Good morning. How are you?
5: Doing well. I'm excited for this game. Are you going? Yeah. I am going. I got the tickets um, pretty What's... much as soon as the Eagles lost. What's... <laughs> I was like getting those tickets.
4: What's the weather forecast?
5: So it's much better than when it's okay. So I get the tickets and I look, not in the right order, but anyway, it was calling for ten inches of snow, and I was like, "We don't even, we never do that." Anyway, no, it's fine. It's going to be cold. Um, The high is forty-four around three o'clock. So it's and it's going to there's going to be a little bit of wind. That's one thing that's concerning me a bit, but no precipitation anymore. So that's helpful. Um, Nice. Yeah, the, the wind will see. I, I have a feeling it's going to die down, too. So. Okay. All right. We'll see, but it, it'll be chilly, for sure. That's fine. Um, You had me rolling yesterday with the analogy about the, the onion rings. I was like, this is exactly, this is exactly
4: it. I mean, if you put your order in and they don't get it wrong, I mean, that's on you. You you just heard it. So, yeah. <laughs> yep.
5: The so one person who did absolutely nothing wrong is is the Cowboys. That's what I was saying about I'm Like, don't give us flax.
4: Yeah, you know? yeah, and, and yeah, stuff. and I have a point to that. After the call, after your call, I'm gonna kind of—I I didn't say yesterday—that I think maybe we could just put an end to all this. But what else is on your mind? What else you got?
5: So, the, the, I wanted to give you now. This is sh- a little bit short-term trivia, so it, might, it actually might be harder for you, I guess. But uh, uh-oh. from what, because um, my first game ever there was 2019, and I, then of course I said I'm never gonna miss a, a game, and of course the next year was COVID, so I, we all missed that game except really? for you. Um, but, I was
4: there. I was there. Yeah,
5: you were. But the the trivia from that 2019 game. Can you name the big play, yardage, and player oh, on on offense?
4: 2019. See, that's that's my problem. Is because I I, know. if you would have said 1983 when I was seven, <laughs> I could tell you. But 2019, like that one, isn't isn't ringing a bell. Was that that wasn't the rain game? Was it where it was raining? That was seventeen. I don't know who. What, what was the score of the game?
5: Oh, you know what? I don't know that.
4: Yeah. It, so it
5: was a, it was a good score for us. We won it. We won 20,
4: 2019 up there. Uh, I I mean I, I can remember all that if I just kind of remember the game. That's what that's my problem. The short term memory's yeah. not good. Well, so,
5: it was in September, so it was one of the few ones lately that we've actually had in the in good weather. I'm gonna get
4: this. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this. Let me just I just need to see. I just need to see the score. I need to see the score of the game. Okay. Uh, all right. So 31-21, week two. Actually. Oh, okay. Okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. So the Cowboys, yep. the Cowboys, when that get, the player you're talking about is an obscure player? Yep. <laughs> Devin Smith. Yes. Devin Smith caught like a 50-yard touchdown over the middle. Uh, like to win. I mean, not to win the game. I, th- I think this game was not as close as the score. I think they were blowing that's him out right. earlier. Yeah, Mari Cooper had a couple touchdowns. Maybe. Sorry, took me a little bit to remember that one, but yeah, that's
5: okay. No, it was Devin Smith. Devin Smith, yards, and it was oh, yeah. it was beautiful. I thought
4: Devin Smith was going to be a pretty good player, honestly. I did too, because he but... he was he got a lot of speed. He was he had that speed I had always been talking about. So, all right. My only question
5: for you today, yeah. um, and I can take it off. That's fine. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, do you think? Do we? I don't think there's any reports on if he's playing. Do you, I think that matters? But not that Sam Howell didn't beat us last year. But yeah, anyway, if you can discuss that, it would be great. And thank you. All
4: right, I appreciate that. Dan Quinn said that they're they're going to be preparing for two quarterbacks this week. They haven't made an announcement, and they probably won't. Uh, you know, those old school coaches like that think that that's that matters, and maybe it does. So they, you know, they'll they'll be preparing for both, but I mean, let's be honest. That it's not like you're pre- you're preparing for like Brady or, you know, like Manning. I mean, it's it's Brissette or, or Sam Howe. So you should be able to, you should be able to win the game. Um, neither one of them should should really hurt you that that bad. Obviously, different type of quarterback, but uh, I think the Cowboys should be fine there. My point I was gonna make about that. Sixty-eight eligible, seventy, whatever. Uh, Chris Beam and I looked at this play yesterday, after after the show, and just just remember this part: that number seventy, Taylor Deck. I mean, I'm sorry, Dan Skipper, who used to play for the Cowboys, or at least was at training camp with the Cowboys. Um, seventy was was the one that was reported eligible, and he lines up at the tackle position. And and Damone Clark and Marquise Bell are right in his face. They're all over. I mean, he's not going to do anything. Now he's not trying to do anything, but he's not going to do anything. And the point to that is, he was the guy that they announced as eligible. So keep an eye on him. He's not going anywhere. If sixty-eight was the guy they would have announced, don't think that he's just going to sneak to the back of the end zone and catch a touchdown pass like he did. So that's the, that's the thing. I mean, that that's what's getting lost in some of this. Uh, is that the, you know it was just going to be a touchdown? The Cowboys are just going to play it the exact same way. Doesn't work that way. All right, Shelby in Virginia is our next caller. Virginia's dominating here. What's up?
6: Hey, Nick, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing real good. I'm uh, I'm going to the game right. this week. I also my dad and I called in before the the oh, first yeah. command. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, so I wanted to. Uh, yeah,
4: counted it as two
6: calls. Yeah, exactly. I think we're still the only people to do that. Yeah, but, uh, where is he? I've got, I've got two extra tickets, so I wanted to know if I've heard a bunch of people from Virginia, um, if you wanted to have a giveaway. Uh, otherwise, I'll sell them. But if there's a way you could do it on the show,
4: I thought that'd be fun. Um, that's that that would that would be interesting. Uh, Chris is gonna the phones are gonna be lighting up here, so I don't I don't uh, I don't know how we how we do that. Is that that's what you want to do. You want to throw it out there, and if a caller calls in yeah i mean hey if anybody if anybody wants them my twitter is shelby
6: james b s p uh I don't know if there's a better way to do that, but uh, I'd rather see them go to a cowboys fan
4: so well well you, you just by throwing it out there right there you probably that's probably gonna take care of it right there It's just somebody's gonna hit you up i hope there are they electronic tickets yes yeah they I can transfer them pretty easily so okay well and I don't want to be that person. No, never mind. I'm not going to ask that person. Uh, that's cool. They're in the stadium, right?
6: Yeah, they're actually they're in the section right by the away tunnel. Uh, yeah. One so. <laughs> Nothing. Uh,
4: nothing. Uh, nothing irritates me more when you ask someone. You're like, "Hey, would you like tickets to the game?" They're like, "Yeah, they're cool." What section are they in? Uh, they're in the free section. That's the one. So yeah,
6: five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they're they're lower level. Uh, but I also wanted to just say I'm a, I'm a huge fan, and it's I'm sh- ashamed to say I haven't read your books yet. So I just ordered If These Walls Could Talk.
0: Oh.
6: Um, I'm going to bring it to the stadium. I'm going to be hanging out uh, when the team gets off the buses. If you wanted to sign it, I know you're on the clock, so there's literally zero pressure.
4: I'll but sign I'll, it. I'll- are you, where are you going to oh. be? Are you going to be in the stadium? Are you going to take it to the stadium or are you taking it to the hotel? Uh, we will be at the stadium
6: where the buses unload. I oh, can also oh okay.
4: All right, I'll be I'll be on the first bus. I'll, okay, awesome. I'll oh, be on freedom. I'll be on the first bus. We'll get there at one one thirty. This doesn't oh, seem perfect. like a conversation to be having on the air, but whatever. Anyways, no, it's fine. Yeah, my, right. my dad will be there. He'll too, definitely but,
3: sign uh, it for you.
4: I'll sign it. Yeah, yeah, I'll sign it. Doesn't it.
3: matter if you go to a bar. If you have his book, he'll sign it.
4: All right, Chris. All right, <laughs> it happened in Charlotte. It, <laughs> it did. did. It did. It happened. And what's funny is when they're like. Oh, uh, do you have a, a Sharpie? You know, Chris is like, oh, he's got his own. He's got his own Sharpies. and yeah, like, just carry them. <laughs> no. I,
7: hey, I did not mind we got free drinks
4: out of it. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, awesome. I wish
6: awesome. I could bring a, a drink or something. Nah, for it's
4: okay. Game day. <laughs> you
6: know. On the clock, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, also, I usually don't listen to the first few episodes after a loss. Uh, not because the show's not great, but just, I, you know. It, yeah. it, uh But I had to go back and listen because I just kept hearing about uh, the infamous Wednesday show uh, of last. <laughs> There's a few sound drops that should be vaulted and kept in the Cowboys media uh, yeah. sound drops.
4: Oh, but... Chris, Chris will do that. He's he's got okay. that. I didn't okay. think it was that bad until the show was over and people were like, "You all right? You all right?" And then my mom called. and She's like, "Are you okay?" You know. No, I it was, was fine. You know, I, we were just we we're just chatting, but yeah, I did go back and watch it. I was kind of annoying, so.
5: No, oh, no. No, I mean, it,
4: it's all good. It's all good, but, but yeah, I mean, that's what happens. Hey, if this team doesn't make it to the Super Bowl, which, of course, I've never seen them make it to the Super Bowl, the show after that, after that loss, if, if they, you know, lose in the playoffs, that's going to be interesting. I mean, the, the whole week of shows is going to be interesting, sure. but anyway. Yeah, I
6: don't know if I'll be able to do that first one, but I'll, I'll give you a talking point since okay. I did you know, pitch myself on, on Sunday, tickets and whatnot. Uh, Just favorite regular season you've covered. Uh, Obviously, the playoffs are going to make a a few of those painful, but just the best time you've had as a writer covering the team
4: uh, Uh, in the record. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you, Shelby. I mean, you know, they've all ended with a loss pretty much. I mean, except for like the year when you like win your regular season finale, like 2019 or 2017 when <clears throat> you're out of the playoffs and you still win. I mean, that's not even fun either. Um my first one is just so memorable to me. 99 is just so memorable because I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, debatable if I still do, but I mean, just just going through and traveling, you know, like we're going to travel to this game with 10 people in our staff. Like like our our staff has about about 10. And that 99 season, it was just me. I mean, it was just me. I was, I, I was the only person kind of doing that. And so I didn't know what I was doing. But, and that season was interesting because they won the first road game and then they lost every other road game that year. So they were 7-1 and one at home and 1-7 and on the road. So you talk about a different, you know, like, all oh, this team's a good road team or a bad road team and a good home team. That 99 team, I mean, that was like two different teams. A lot of stuff happened. You know, Emmett, Troy, Michael all, all were there. Dion. So that ninety nine is still though the most memorable because you gotta remember ten years before that or nine years. I'm a young kid in, you know, high school and stuff. And I'm I'm you know, I'm 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 cheering for Troy and Dion and Michael and Emmett, maybe not Dion then, but you know what I mean. I love Dion, even when he didn't play for the Cowboys. And um and so then to, in ninety nine to be in the locker room like, wow, like I'm covering this team these guys. So that was always still, still the most memorable be, because of, you know, just kind of a pinch yourself type moment. All right, Ali in Florida. Good morning, Ali. Nick. Good morning. Oh, do you have trivia for me? Uh, not today. Okay, good. I going to tell you something. I'm
8: working on it. It's it's for you and a Chris. You can right. Combine it together. Yeah. If you get it right, I will send you the most awesome wildlife image oh. that you will love for both of you. Yeah. So just to stay tuned. Okay. Uh I, I got home from Africa I mean got made made it to the game. What a freaking game. I don't think I don't I like this close game. It's so nerve wracking. But um but the result was great. Couple things. I heard you said yesterday you had a cough. I would uh, suggest, ask Derek, to give you your own personal microphone. And I don't know you guys have it or use the same microphone, but everybody breathe into it. But you're not alone. I have a cough everywhere, internationally, everywhere I go, everybody has that cough, and nobody knows what it is. So I just want to give you that. Then <clears throat> I was looking at these... Um, draft order, I don't know, you already covered it in the show now. Washington is number two at 4-12. and 12. Then it's Pat and Cardinal tied up. Then you got Giants, Chargers, and Titans at 5-11. If they win, they're going to drop down to seven or eight positions. And I know the new owner, that want to start the begin- new beginning, and all this quarterback on top of the draft, I would I would like to know what goes on behind the scenes, but the players, they just want a revenge because the Botan Cowboys beat the hell out of them. It's just like they're ready to just like spoil it for us. And the last take I have is um, they cover up the Detroit game and I think personally I'm so insulted by uh, Campbell to go to that low class, confuse the cowboys or referee. It's just like, come on, man, your team is good enough. But Don't do weren't. this pity stuff.
4: But they you know weren't.
8: that's embarrassing.
4: Yeah. Well all right. Um all right, thanks for the thanks for the call, Ali. Good, good points. Good points. Um listen, I uh I covered Dan Campbell when he was here. I I, I liked him um, as as a player, and um, uh, I've seen him a couple times over the years at the Senior Bowls and Combines, you know, when he was coaching. And I have a lot of respect for him, and I like the way he does it. Uh, He coaches just like he played. And uh, he wasn't the most talented guy, most athletic, but that fire and grit that you see as a coach is what he did as a player, to kind of get him to that point. And he, that he coaches that way. So I don't think it was low class. The Cowboys are the better team than the Lions. I don't care what anyone says. They're better than Detroit. Not by a lot. And if they go to Detroit, have, hey, if they had to play in Detroit, it would be a really tough game. Um, But I think we all, if if, if CeeDee Lamb can score a touchdown to go up 14-3, to three, who knows what that score is going to be. The Cowboys were better than than Detroit. And I I know it. You guys know it, and Dan Campbell knew it. Dan Campbell knows that. I'm going to go score right now because I'm not going to overtime and trying to stop CD Lamb again. Not ha- not doing it. I don't thought I don't think it's low class. Uh, trick plays or trick plays. They tried to do it, they tried to get cute. Didn't work, but as I said earlier, it wouldn't have, I mean, I don't it wouldn't have mattered. The Cowboys are still going to cover that. So, are they going to be all on sides? I mean, who knows? All right. Um, Here we go. We got uh, Bryce in Salt Lake City.
8: Yeah, how's it going, Nick?
4: How you doing, man? First time?
8: Good. Uh, First time caller, and i texted texting a few times, too.
4: Here we go. All right. Thanks, Bryce. What what do you got? Yeah.
8: So, I was looking back at one of the, the messages I sent you, and Right after the bye week and the Eagles lost about, you know, Brandon Cooks and Tyron Smith being the, the MVP in the second half of the season, and you brought up Dak, and uh, you were right on point. He's been playing absolutely out of his mind with C.D., and yeah. just kind of want to see where you're at with going into the playoffs, going into Washington. You know how the defense and offense can help each other a bit more without the bend and break, and yeah, and what you see, what you see Dak Prescott doing, and what needs to happen over the next few weeks. All
4: right, all right, I will. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Bryce, uh, for the call. Can we get it? Here we go for Bryce. Chris, we busy. This <laughs> is a man in the phones. And no, you
7: know. it went, but What's it was all right? screwed up. All so right. I had to fix it. All Sorry, Bryce and Salt. He Lake got City. two.
4: He got two. Awesome. Um, interesting point about, about, you know, Dak and, you know, MVP, talking, I tell he's not going to be the MVP. I think, I think, um, uh, Lamar Jackson's got that one there, but, um, uh, you know, I think he's in, he's in the running, uh, and tonight the Pro Bowl comes out, uh, Pro Bowl an- announcement and, uh, be interesting to see how many Cowboys make it. I I'm thinking, uh, anywhere from like, I mean, it's gotta be six, six is Six would be a travesty if you don't have six. So, I mean, we, we, we those are easy. I mean, you know that that's going to happen. Seven, I, I'm thinking seven or eight, you know, because I mean, w- without a doubt, CD Lamb and, and Dak and, uh, Zach Martin, Micah, Duran Bland, Aubrey, those six are in. I mean, there, there'll be some, there'll be some explaining to do if that isn't the case. Then after that, you know, Tyler Smith. I think Tyler Smith has a, has a shot. Tyron Smith. Um, I think, I think you need to look at, uh, Jake Ferguson, but that's going to be tough. Ferguson though, maybe Turpin, uh, hasn't, doesn't really qualify. Hadn't had a lot of returns as a return specialist. Um, anger. I mean, Brian Angers had a really good year. It's quiet because of what Aubrey's done, but anger is a guy that I think, you know, has a, has a good chance as well. Um, so I, I'm thinking somewhere between seven or eight nine maybe would be a lot, but uh, definitely has to be six tonight. And as Dak, Dak's played great. But I'll, I'll say this about the playoffs. To answer your question, if they get this number two seed, I mean, th- think about the games they haven't played well in. You know, they haven't played well when if it's cold, if it's rainy. Now they got to got to play in some cold this game. But if you can get the number two seed, I mean, your first two playoff games, if you can, if you get there, are going to be home. And then, then where? I mean. And then if you go on the road, it's going to be San Francisco, which is, I mean, it's not going to be not going to be that cold. You know, it's not going to be snowy. So, I mean, number two seed is really important to get out of the cold weather. But ironically, to get there, you've got to beat Washington in the cold weather. All right. Brian in Kansas City. Good morning, sir. How are you doing?
9: I'm all right. I'm all right, man. Hey, I got a couple of questions regarding uh, the move yesterday with bringing Lyle Collins back.
4: Not um, official. Not official oh, as of this morning. As of right now, this show, 1022 a.m. Central. I don't believe the Cowboys have, have, have done that. But I think that they're going to. Lyle thinks they're going to. But, oh, man.
9: They, and I don't know where I saw it. I saw that they signed him to the practice squad
4: already. And they probably will. And that's what they're going to do. But uh, from what I was told before we went on, that he, he probably won't be on the, the, the practice squad when they go to practice here in about an hour and a half. Okay. But but well, it's probably going to happen. So let's, let's okay. answer the question.
9: Well, my question is, uh, well, two parts. One is, how do elevations work once the season is over? Like, you know, you only get three during the year. Does it change for yeah. the playoffs? Yeah. And then my other question is, what? Do you, I want to know your opinion, and then what do you think the team's going to do? So for me, I think he's better than a dog. He's probably better than Adoga now, even though he hadn't played all year. I mean, I know he's going to have to shake the rust off, but Adoga just scares me on the left side. I mean, that, just, that was just terrifying watching that yeah.
4: game. He, uh, he, um, he's he got junkyard dog. That's what Lyle Collins has, and that's what this team needs. Um, and, and so I, I don't know, you know, from the practice squad elevation, if you're going to just be a backup or whatever, but if he has to play, Apparently the the workout went really well, you know, considering maybe what they thought he would be, you know, weight's been an issue for him and you're not playing all year long or, and then, you know, to be this point in the season and be ready to have that kind of workout, that was, that was impressive. So I think he will be on the team. I think he will be on the practice squad and they can elevate him. But you have another okay. question. Yeah,
9: no, I just had an old timer for you. I hadn't asked you about a staff member in a while. You gave us the Berry Church Marshmallow Candy story. So, I was wondering if maybe you had a story on Jesse Holly and I'll hang up. Mm. Have a great day, brother.
4: Yeah, well, I have a documentary on Jesse Holly that we did. Um from Reality uh Thanks for watching. from, from Hollywood. Uh, no, from Reality to Hollywood. It was the documentary. Yeah. Um Jesse Jesse's story is amazing. I mean, it, it's um, there's just no other way to say it. I mean, weirdly, when you when you think about it. now, to me, the the movie Invincible, okay, with Mark Wahlberg and the Eagles, and he's a special teams guy. The moment of the movie, I mean, he makes like a special teams tackle against the Giants. I mean, that's that's the movie. Like that's that's the the point. So, played three years or whatever. Vince Papali was his name. But Jesse Hawley's story is just as good, if not better. You know, I mean, because all that stuff you see in the movie, who knows if that's real or not? I don't know, but I know stuff that Jesse went through is is just it's just phenomenal. You know, to, to a reality TV show, I mean, that's never been done. It, it, it's never been done to get a, a spot on a team. You know, Michael Irvin's reality show, and he and he wins it, and then gets there, and and you know, and to me though. Not the 49er game. The 49er game is not the one where, you know, the 77-yard catch. That's That would be the end of the movie, right? He does that. But the one that got him on the map that was kind of so crazy was the, was the Minnesota playoff. I'm sorry, preseason Minnesota in like 2010, where it's the last game. He hasn't done a whole lot in the preseason. Probably not going to make the, the team or the practice squad. And a punt just bounces. He's not the returner. It just bounces right to him. He's like the jammer guy on the side. Bounces right to him. Picks it up. He turns. Runs 75 yards for a touchdown. The Cowboys win the game against Minnesota. He makes the practice squad. Just the irony of what happens when the ball bounces your way. That ball hadn't been bouncing Jesse Hawley's way his whole life. And it bounces right to him. What do you do with an opportunity? You take it to the house. And you score. And that right there, that's what what opened everything up for Jesse Holly to me. Um if you haven't seen the documentary, it's great and 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 here's another thing about it is that Jesse was a producer for us on that. He made that thing happen. He drove us around New Jersey and these places and inter- he he set up all the interviews, all it, it was it was phenomenal. Uh and I'm so disappointed that we didn't win an Emmy for him we, we it was nominated but it didn't win and i'm so disappointed because he he would have won it and he deserved it. his stories is amazing so i don't know if that was the story you wanted me to tell but that's what i that's the only thing i could think of when you ask about jesse Holly. all right bruce in houston
3: hey nick thanks for taking my call that was, that's that's pretty cool story you, yeah that's what i like about you you've got all these little <laughs> back back stories that yeah, so we don't get to know, you know, unless we know the man personally. Sure. so that's pretty cool. Sure, um, you kind of stole my, you kind of stole my, my thunder a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's setting up nice for Dallas, uh, like you said. Uh, yeah, weather-wise, yeah. the first two rounds, if they get through them, they just gotta. I would hope Dallas takes it out of Washington. You know, takes their heart out right off the bat. Yeah, if they, if to. they do, you know, um, then all the better. Um, my question to you, is because they've got it set up. They should, they should be able to at least get to the championship game. I mean, I know the teams are going to play are tough. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. nobody wants to play the Rams or even Seattle at, at this juncture, Packers. but at home, Packers, I, I'll yeah. take my chances for the Packers. I, I, I'll, I'll take my chances with all of them. Oh yeah. Uh, the team that we can't get over is San Francisco. And until we do that. So my question to you is not, I'm not Debbie, Debbie Downer today. If McCarthy doesn't get them to at least that, I, I just don't know how you can go on with him, especially with his clock management that he's done since he's been here, really. Yeah. I, I wanted you to talk about that. I, uh, I love the Collins pickup because I, I I think we need the depth, and you said it. He's a dog.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, in fact, he could probably play left guard if he had to because I believe he is more of a guard than tackle, correct? Yeah.
4: And he probably right now would just, just, you know, just hadn't played a lot. I would think guard sure. might He's be gotta, better for him.
3: I think so, too. And, and they're covering their bets in case, you know, uh, Smith right. can't go sure. or the other Smith gets hurt. So smart play by Dallas. Cook, you know, I was listening to guys this morning there. You know, half of them are for it and half of them are not. But I believe Dallas had a chance to get him in the free agency. Yeah. And they didn't take a chance then. So that kind of tells us a little bit how they feel. Um, looking well, at the draft next year there's four guys that they've got to pick up at least in the third round first and second they've got to go linebacker and tackle i believe but i'll hang up and listen all right. good show all right good thanks show, Nick. thank Bye. you
4: appreciate that bruce um you know remember like the price for the you know, i mean he signed a one-year seven million dollar contract dalvin cook did for um with the jets so that might have been you know the reason too i mean it's, the cowboys they may have called they've been like hey what, what are we looking at here and he said yeah this is this is what we're going to get with with the jets or whatever and so that yeah. kind of soured them on it so as of right now i mean it would be a little bit different than that um i mean you could you could still give the guy seven million dollar contract right now i mean you're only going to get one eighteenths of it so i mean or you know some into the playoffs but uh you know i i, I think that it's a little early it's it's a lot early for the draft i mean so but yeah you know you see these positions that that are going to be in need um and running back's got to be one of them of course but you know i mean when you're you're going to be at the end of the first round and you you got to get a good a good football player and you know they they picked for need this year with mozzie smith and so far it hasn't it hasn't worked out um and so you, you're going to have, you know, you have to get a good football player. And so you, we, can, we can think that they, they have all these needs, but, you know, you're supposed to kind of take care of some things with free agency, put some Band-Aid on some positions, uh, and, then, and then get to the draft and not have to be, you know, pigeonholed into saying, we got to get this spot, you know, you got to get the running back, got to get a linebacker, be nice. But, I mean, you know, w- what about cornerback? What if you don't re sign Stephon Gilmore? You know, and what if, you know, you got Diggs coming back from an injury, you got Bland, the cornerback sitting right there, and whatever pick you're going to pick, you know, that could be big too. So, all right, Dylan, Northport, Florida. Hey, good morning, Nick. Morning.
10: Hey, uh, regarding the last caller, Mike McCarthy, I don't think he goes anywhere regardless of what happens. Um, Three twelve and five. Assuming we win next week, three twelve and five seasons. You're going to get a regurgitated head coach, you know, from elsewhere. That's failing, and that's why he's out in the street. And Dak's having his best season in his career, and I don't think that's a coincidence at all whatsoever. Mike's known for his quarterback development, and here you're seeing your quarterback being developed. So I don't think Mike goes anywhere, regardless of what happens.
4: Yeah, I don't either. Honestly, I mean, I I just you you want to build. You're trying to build a foundation here. And he has done that. He has done that. Now, yes, you want to get over, over the hump, but I mean, who who are you going to? I mean, who 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 are you going to bring in that says, All right, what this guy has built and everything, and then boom, you know, put him in there. I mean, this is first year calling the place here with Dak. Dak's had his best year probably I mean, of his Dak has a, his best year of his career. I mean, twenty sixteen. Come on, twenty sixteen it was It was, it was not, it was hand the ball to Zeke and take care of things. And he did a really good job, but he's not taking over like, like he's done here. So uh, I, I that doesn't make any sense to me to, to just get him for, for, for who, you know, there's a lot of teams out there that are, they're just right there. They're, they're trying to, to get to that next level. And I, I used the Mike Holmgren reference last week, but I mean, the Packers for four years, we're building something. They just weren't better than Dallas and San Francisco. And right now, the Cowboys just haven't been better than San Francisco. San Francisco has been better. But I mean, that's the, that doesn't mean you have to lose your coach for it. I, I yeah. that's the way I, I think. Let's see how it all plays out though. Yeah, 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 for sure.
10: We're kinda getting ahead of ourselves there. But uh yeah, I like Michael. I think he's done a good job here. Um, regarding this uh run defense. Uh, last week was really weird against the Lions. It was like they either had a 10, 15-yard run. There was like a two-yard loss. There was like no in-between at all whatsoever. Micah had a really good game against the ground, which yeah. was nice to see because that's been a criticism on him. Mm-hmm. Um, D-Law, obviously, balling out. So these guys play well, and I'm excited when Hankins comes back. Hopefully yes. they can keep playing that way, and some of those larger runs comes down, so it kind of evens that, that divide a little bit. Yeah. Um so, hear your thoughts on that, and then uh, random cowboy, just in honor of the game against Washington. Here, <laughs> it's not a name the Cowboys fans would like to hear, but uh, we'll go ahead and go with Alex Barron, <laughs> mm. and, uh, and that that mess yeah. at the
4: end of that one game. Yep. All, All right. right, man. I'll hang Thanks. up and listen. I appreciate. appreciate it. it. Thanks. Thank you. Alex Barron, tackle that they um, that they had from he he was drafted by the Rams, and then I think this is 2010 opener. He's referring to at Washington. Uh, where the Cowboys were driving for the win and uh, threw a touchdown. I think to Roy Williams, it was called back for a holding on Barron, which was his third of the day. Ironically enough, I was told not too long after that game that he graded out better than any player on that line that day. Um, that just kind of goes to show, you know, just how, you know, penalties matter. And, and, you know, when you're watching, that's what you see, but at, alex baron actually played a really good game he had three holding calls but the other 65 70 snaps or whatever graded out really well despite that not that it matters that they lost the game uh and uh in that game they lost right before the half with a fumble by tashar choice that was kind of crazy but um but your point about hankins is right jonathan hankins I think is going to be a big difference maker. He always has been. I mean, that's why they traded for him last year. He fixed the run, and then he got hurt. And then they had run issues. Then he came back for the playoffs, and they were better there. Same this year. They've been good. They're just better when he's in there. So Hankins should be able to play this week against Washington. Washington's got um, they got some physical runners. I think Brian Robinson's back. He's a, he's a, he's a load. To handle. So, uh, yeah, I think Hankins should be playing this week, and I think that there's a big difference maker when he's in there. All right, Kent in Las Cruces, New Mexico.
1: Good morning, Nick. Hey, um, I've got a quick question here. I've um, been watching the other podcast, and everybody is really skeptical or just outright opposed to bringing Dalvin Cook in for a look. And I was certainly not a fan of signing him in the offseason when it was going to cost several million dollars. But why on earth wouldn't you at least kick the tires on a former all pro, seeing the struggles that we continue to have on running?
4: Well, um, I mean, you got to see if is he a better option for you. Is he better option than Rico Dowdle running the ball? And I know you you think, oh, all pro. I mean, former all pro. But is I mean, is he is he better? I mean. You know, I mean, I, I I don't know that. And and also, that, that throws a wrench in things a little bit. You bring in a guy like that. Um, I know you don't think special teams matters, but it matters if you've given up a punt block or something like that. And the reason I say that is, you know, right now their backup running back, Rico Dowd or whoever it is, plays on special teams. So you bring in a cook. Now he doesn't do that. And now, you know, you just shuffle some things around. Is it worth it? That, that's all they have to figure out. I mean, because – because I think we think about names a lot, and i I do it, we all do it, we, like see the name, you're like, "Oh man, that would be great, but thirty other thirty one other teams are seeing this this same name, and I mean are they interested? I just don't know if he has it anymore, and that's that's what they they got to figure out but right. the, you you have a joint thirty one other teams isn't isn't an issue at this point, right,
1: because we're just talking about playoff teams, and then who has a playoff team whose offense is predicated on a run first play option or excuse me, uh, play yeah. action pass type offense, and
4: well, I say the thirty one uh, teams your
1: number down to five or six. Okay, I say point.
4: I say the thirty one teams from from last year in free agency. I mean, when he was out there too. Oh, no, certainly. So you're, you're right. I mean, it, it, you're not worried about that that many teams right now. It's about you know who who, who could you know who could he help, and he probably could. I, I'm not against it. I'm really not. I'm not. I'm just giving you why. Maybe they wouldn't. I mean, I think they'd be they'd be they'd be stupid not to kick the tires on and 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 research it and look into it. That, I think that you have to do that. Um, if they don't do it, they don't do it. I mean, this team has shown though. They yeah, I think Jerry and gets you know. I mean, I, I think I think he gets some criticism on the fact of the stuff they haven't done. You know, you see, well, look what the Forty ers made a trade and they got Chase Young or. You know they. You know all, these teams are making all these moves, and Shaq Leonard, they didn't, they didn't get him done. But if you go back and look at the last couple of years, the Cowboys have made moves like this. They 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 brought in guys like this, um, Anthony Barr from Minnesota, Jason Peters, uh, Xavier Rhodes, high profile guys that are out there, and maybe they they could help. So it it, it could happen. I mean, it, it could happen, and I, I it wouldn't be the worst thing uh, if they did that. Right. All
1: right. I just, I just would like to see him if they could just boost our running game a little bit. Just look into it. I I wouldn't just yeah. blindly sign the guy. But certainly yeah, look into look it. At it. I I, I don't know. Dowdle is still banged up, and then you're out of uh, elevations for Malik. So I like both those guys. But we don't know how yeah. banged up Dowdle is. And then with Malik being out of elevations, then you'd have to give up a spot on the 53 to, to
4: move him up. I, 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 did, I did not answer this question from earlier. From what I was told, the elevations reset in the playoffs. Oh. Huh. So Malik Davis, Malik Jefferson, guys like that could, could, uh, you know, fall back into play here. So, but, but yeah, all right. I, have a good one. All right thanks, Kent. Good call. All right. Uh, let's go to Brian in Louisiana. Brian. Hey, isn't it? Yeah, man. How you doing? uh hey. right, pretty good. How you
2: doing? I'm good. What's up? Hey, I just got a quick question. Now, I know people are still talking about this two-point conversion stuff. Uh-huh. And my question was, is that what is kind of like, I guess, the timing of from when the refs tell the defense that Kevin is eligible and mm-hmm. then announce it on the PA that Kevin is eligible? At what point or how much time would Detroit have to say, okay, well, they called the wrong number. Can they do anything at that point? Yeah. I,
4: I, what I think would have happened there is – Goff goes over to the official and says, "We didn't say 70. We said 68. We didn't say 70. 68 is eligible." Oh, okay, okay. Got, correction. 68 is eligible. Probably at that point reset the game clock. The mm-hmm. the, the play clock. That's what mm-hmm. I think. They made a mistake. Yeah. And and you know, now. Now, but now you're alerting everyone and now you know you're stopping the clock. And the fact that Goff had to be like, whoa, 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 that's not true. You know, that that's where that's where Detroit didn't want that. So, you know, it, that, that kind of screwed up the whole plan. So it, it just didn't work. It so, didn't so work. So in
2: other words, they basically just kind of rolled the dice and said, okay, well, yeah. we're not going to spoil it. We're just going to run with it. Maybe. They should have probably I mean, audible out of it knowing that they were going to get that penalty because number 68 was no longer eligible. But the play worked because Dallas wasn't worried wasn't, about wasn't it? Wasn't worried
4: about it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the thing. If you were told Steph Curry can't shoot the ball, he, right. he he's not allowed to shoot in the corner. Well, you're not going to guard him, and then right. all of a sudden he gets the ball and he shoots a three, and you're like, wait a second. Oh no, that wasn't true. It was Clay that can't shoot. Oh crap. I mean, exactly. that's just this is silly. <laughs> but okay, man. All right, Brown. I appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I want to say something else about the um reporting eligible and stuff like that. This this just kind of goes to sh- to show just how like these quarterbacks, it how phenomenal they are. So back in the Philly game on the road, I don't know if you remember, Chuma Idoga came onto the field for a play, and I remember sitting in the press box, it was happened right in front of us. He 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 comes in onto the play, he's not starting, he's he's with backup. And I remember looking over at Derek and I was like, he hasn't reported. It. They haven't announced this. Like, what's he doing? And they're about to snap it. And Dak is under center and he turns to the official, under center. And he looked at the official and he's like, He's making the, you know, eligible sign, reporting sign. And nothing happened. So he just snaps the ball and they run it. And then a flag comes because he didn't report eligible. And I even asked Dak two weeks later, I was like, How did you know? That Shuma didn't, you know, and he goes, "You just, you just got a feel for, you know, you you just hear the announcement, and I just didn't remember hearing it." And I'm thinking, when you when you think about what a play call is, it's like 73 words in a row, you know, make the call, then the adjustment. You're looking at the safety and the linebacker who identifying the mic, you know, you're getting this guy in motion. You're looking at the clock that it's going down, and then also to think, wait, Shuma didn't report. I mean, that that blows my mind that these quarterbacks can do that. And Goff. You know, and maybe in his head, you know, they were saying, Goff, hey, you know, make sure 68 goes over there. But it's just so much. I just have a lot of respect for that, what what those guys did. And it it reminds me of that play that that Dak tried to make there with, you know, he's got 37 things in a row to to think about, and that was 38. But that that was a bad penalty too. All right, Joe in New Jersey, next call.
7: Hey, Nick, happy New Year. How are you?
4: I'm good. How are you doing?
7: good 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 uh got a couple different uh topics here um first one is more of a comment i feel if uh, if we ever would have picked up derrick henry when we could have this team is a completely different team than we are right now um number two i feel like this team has struggled without having a vocal leader on offense and defense for like the past eight years, <laughs> it feels like we struggle with that vocal leader. Got to, whenever we're behind, where we struggle when we're behind. Gonna rally the troops to get them, get them juiced up to do what they need to do. It feels like it's something that.
4: What you would know, you call that? What would you call that? Is he not a vocal leader?
7: Uh, maybe maybe I'll, I'll stick to defense. Okay. I'll stick. I don't think Parsons is not <laughs> right, that guy. Uh, I see. Maybe maybe Tank is that guy. Sometimes yeah. uh, I just feel like, uh, just as a franchise, we haven't drafted those folks, um, and I feel like that, that's an area that we've been struggling with. Uh, yeah. Uh, for, for a bit. I mean, you're closer to the team, obviously. Who? I mean, who? Could, who could you think on defense that might be the guy? And I, I just. It's tough. I think it's a gap.
4: Yeah, it's tough. Leadership is, is not easy. Let me ask you: Are you still there, Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the best leader the Cowboys have ever had? we we say an offense or defense? Either. Uh, I'm going to
7: say offense. Troy Aikman. Hmm. Uh, defense. Yeah, you know, I'm 41, right? So I'll, I'll give you that. I, I'm talking one players I've seen on uh, you know on TV on Sundays. Um. Maybe Woodson. I mm. struggle with like finding yeah. the Ray Lewis types. Right. I have n- I haven't seen those types right. since, uh, in my lifetime as as a Cowboys fan. Would
4: you call Tashard gonna- Choice a, a good leader? No. So mm. no, you wouldn't. No, I
7: didn't see. I didn't see it enough. Right. I mean, right. I mean, you would.
4: Know no. Yeah, yeah, no. I, but Joe, the reason why I'm asking you that is this is why this is a very difficult thing to to figure out. It's not a stat. Okay. You don't have a leadership right. stat. It's, you named Troy Aikman, gold jacket. You named Darren Woodson, going to have a gold jacket maybe this year. Ray Lewis, Michael Irvin is one. These are great players who were vocal and loud, and the cameras caught them doing that kind of stuff. So you put that together. But I'm not going to name his name, but the Cowboys had a player about 12 years ago that tried to be a leader. He was the leader of their team. on on, you know that side of the ball he was an okay player and he was the leader he was a good leader but he was okay he was missing plays left and right too so what you know are it's hard to do that if you're not just a badass and that's the problem with leadership is that you know you, you could say tank is the leader and he is he gets in front of the team and all that stuff but it's not easy when you don't make all the plays you know Micah could be the leader because he's you know yeah. he makes that the, that many plays. So that's why leadership to me is yeah. is, is, is kind of tricky to define because you're really talking about an awesome player that is also keeps keeps you know keeps these guys accountable.
7: Yeah, and I, of course I don't get I don't see all the sideline footage, right? But you know when we're down we struggle, right? Like we are struggle to get back when we're down. Yeah. You know, I don't know if, if it helps to have that leader that's going to kind of remind folks of, of our mission and whatnot. Right. I see that pregame. I see that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's just, you know, I appreciate the time, uh, Nick. But that's something yeah. that, as a fan, you know, I just wish I'd see that uh, out there. And what are your thoughts on the hey, if we would have had a Derrick Henry back, mm. uh, would that make this team a little different yeah. with the uh, struggling?
4: Yeah, it would have made the team better. But uh, for sure, thanks for the call. It would have made the team better. Um, but remember, no team in the league traded for him, you know. And as much as they were sort of talking about it or whatever, nobody, nobody pulled the trigger and, and made that trade. What were they asking for? It, maybe it was just too much. Uh, so, yes, that would have helped the team. I mean, he would have been better than the backup running backs that you had. Probably going to cost you a first-round pick. Uh, and I was actually told that was the Cowboys never really discussed it though. And it, it it never got that serious. And I think it's because of the asking price from Tennessee. All right, um, real quick, Eric in North Carolina.
2: What's up, Nick? What's up, man? How's it going? Happy New Year, brother.
4: Uh, happy New Year to you. How are you? Good,
2: good, man. I'm doing very well. Bless you. Bless you all, all right. day, man. But I'm gonna be real quick. I know it's the end of the show. I appreciate just have it. Your I want your opinion, man. I feel like if the Eagles would have won the other day, that we wouldn't been having this whole uproar about how the Cowboys won that day. That's just my opinion. I feel like since they lost, they're making an issue out of it more than what it is, and I just want to hear your opinion on it. And re- re- I was,
4: can you repeat I was, that for yeah. me? Making an issue out of what? Uh, you know, the whole
2: controversy about how the Cowboys beat Detroit on on on, uh, on Saturday. I feel if the Eagles would have won that game, that this would have been just. It wouldn't even it would have been a footnote to the weekend, in my opinion. I just feel like they, they're, they're stressing it more than what they should, based off the fact that we jumped to first place in the division. That's yeah. just how I see it, man. I don't know. Well,
4: I, I don't. I don't. You know, I, I don't know if I agree with that because Rex Ryan was was about to blow a gasket. You know, in the pregame shows on Sunday before Philly did all that. You know, I mean, the, those those pregame shows on Sunday for the games. I mean, it was a huge topic. I mean, it was. You know, and, and, and think about it. I mean, Detroit. Detroit's a lovable team. If you don't, you know, unless you're in Minnesota or Green Bay or Chicago, whatever. Everybody likes it. Right? Everybody, I mean, yeah, you know, Dan Campbell, it was on hard knocks, you know, let's root for the Lions. You know, he, he's going for it. Aggressive. Play to win, yeah. right? Well right. you play to win when you don't when you don't think you're a better team. You know, you, you do that kind of stuff. Go watch a football team, college, high school pro, first game, play the games like a double reverse pass throwback to the receiver to the quarterback right they're probably gonna lose
2: yeah
4: they're probably gonna lose cause, and they know yes. it so you're
2: right. you're right you're right
4: and i like dan campbell i like dan campbell but i would have i would have kicked the, the extra point after that and back to the seven i would have kicked the extra point
2: absolutely man thanks Nick. all right hey i will be in the game man i'm going to Baltimore this weekend i'm gonna just stop to the game on my way back to North Carolina so I'll be on
4: the boys. Awesome. Awesome. Well, if you're down there by the field, say hello. We'll be down there soon. You
2: got it. You got it,
4: man. I will. All right. See you guys later. This has been Cowboys Storyline. Appreciate Chris Bean for all the hard work. You don't even know the hard work he's done today. I appreciate that, Chris. All right. I'm Nick Eben. We'll see you tomorrow on Cowboys Storyline Talk about Cowboys in Washington.
1: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas
9: Cowboys Football Club.
0: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!